What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 70 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do much random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. A quick reminder, you have one week left to play Heavy Rain and Absolver, both offer free on PlayStation Plus. Play those come back the next week. Uh, for Plus Club, we'll talk about what we thought of those games. Let us know what you thought of them. Currently, tell you, Heavy Rain still giving me problems, so hopefully I'll get a chance to fucking watch Chevy play that if he ever gets around to playing it. Also, we got to get around to playing EDF, our game of the month. Make sure to come back at the end of next week to talk about that as well. Uh, it's a really fun game. Uh, EDF stands for Earth Defense Force 4.1, the shot to despair. Despair. Can't talk. Um yeah and also we have discord link down below go check that out you can talk to us anytime all the time and uh we're on almost all podcast platforms uh spotify itunes all that shit if you want to listen to us you can go down below click the link and listen to us if you prefer that and if you're listening to us and you want to check us out out on uh, youtube i'm going too fast uh Come to YouTube at Tasty Loot Gaming and uh, check us out. Um, with every taste cast, we typically start with talking about uh, what we've been playing. So, uh, who wants to start? I think I've only been playing two things, so that'll okay. be a pretty quick one. Um, so, I played a little bit of uh, Monster Hunter World with Chris. So, sorry, taking one from your list there. Sorry, You're taking one from mine too. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, we did knock out a bunch of the event quests that I have kind of missed out on over the last couple of months because I haven't been able to play too much. And then um, I think now we're all, at least I'm, you were probably already caught up, but um, I'm all caught up minus the actual like cosmetic. I think it's like the diver suit or whatever. Um, but yeah, still fun. Uh, I am very rusty apparently because I was fighting. Uh, can't remember the name of the quest but it's where you go to rotten vale and you fight all four of them mm. usually one of the best ways to get like cra- gold crowns and stuff um <laughs> so they're fighting uh <clears throat> oh god radabon right mm-hmm. and uh Radabon the whole time he's like just doing his normal thing or whatever and i'm using the hammer and i'll start charging all of a sudden he'd hit me and i go flying and he hit me and i go flying god i can't dodge any in this game anymore what the hell <laughs> so Apparently, I uh, I need to warm back up to fighting more aggressively in that game. So yeah, yeah, I can't imagine what it would be like for me if I hop back in there because it's been so long since I've played it. But uh, but I mean, after a while, once you skis to the floating around thing, it's all all kind of autopilot from there. So uh, so what else? I killed play? the uh, oh. arc tempered Kieran the other day. Finally. You, yeah, you said you got one win, right? What was the first part? Arc. Arc tempered Kieran. Yeah, what's the arc part? It's, it's the newer level of tempered, so it's like uh, oh. it's like a G rank hunt, but you're in like high rank armor, so it's like really, really rough. Yeah, I've heard people on Twitter described as that, as if you were doing a G rank fight, but you don't have G rank armor. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah, killed him twice now. Finally, it, out of like two times out of like thirty. I was talking to Josh at work, and uh, he he got one Valhazak kill of the arc mm. arc tempered version of him. Good lord, I hate that the Omega set. Good luck. Uh, Josh still plays. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Um, sneaky. But he said they also added a new move to him. So when he falls down, when he gets up, he'll like use his breath to like pick himself up, I guess, and instantly create a cloud around him. Oh. So I've yeah. Seen that. That's what I, he said. I haven't witnessed it. Everything. What now? I, I use bows at this point, so I just stay away from everything. Oh, wow. I've noticed a lot of people in gifts and stuff like that when they're doing like that or like uh, Golden Devil Joe. 
they always are using a bow. So it's like no one wants to get close to these fucking things. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. They're not cuddly. Though I have seen some people who are pretty gross with like certain melee weapons that are literally just dancing around people's feet not getting hit and stuff. So it's pretty crazy. Hmm. I'm not at that level, especially now. You're going to do the fucking Luke Skywalker or Capoeira? No. No are you sliding around with your back fucking bent backwards under blades and shit? Mm-mm. Get sweaty and disappear into the ether forever? Mm-mm. Okay. No. That's too bad. And then the other game I, I've been playing is uh, one that I played with you, which I can't remember the name of, but it's Dwarves in Space. Seth probably is the name of it. Deep Rock Galactic. Yes. Uh, Four-player co-op. You go, uh, very simply, mining and killing bugs uh, in a co-op setting where everyone's moves have synergy with each other and you level up and uh, try to do harder and harder missions with different variances of types. It's a mix of like Minecraft and Left 4 Dead and uh, Payday 2, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting mix. I love this game. I've been playing it nonstop. I think I have like 20 hours into it so far. Um yeah, there's four four little dudes. They're all little. They all say rock and stone uh, and rock and stone to the, Carl. to the bone. And fucking for Carl. I've, I've heard that so much now. Fucking. I don't know who Carl is. I don't. Yeah. Who the fuck's Carl? Carl? Apparently they do things for Carl. Maybe he's that asshole who's like, don't kick the barrels. <laughs> um, the boss. Yeah. Saying, like Yarl. No, Carl. I say Carl. K. K A R L. That's quite a stretch if you if you turn K into a, a fucking Yarl. I have mean, heard weirder things. I mean, I've seen Gaelic names, and those are fucking intense. <laughs> um, yeah, you play this. I've played this. It's awesome. I love it. Um, not a game I could play by myself. Uh, no, it's such a team oriented game. Um, very fun though. You get these really cool instances of just not instances. They happen all the time. But fucking, you're sitting there like tink, 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 and there's like this relaxing, like, uh, feeling when when you and like three other people are just in a cave, just mining away at shit. And you know, and you're just progressing, and then it's like, oh fuck, a swarm's coming, and you gotta like get ready to like fight off the swarm, or whatever. And uh, it has a good um, kind of polarity between like. Uh, like I said, like like feeling like you're playing Minecraft and then having to get into like more of a Left 4 Dead um, mindset. Uh, procedurally generated maps, uh, they're timed, they disappear after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you go do them, and uh, yeah, I really like it. Four classes, uh, Engineer, Gunner, uh, and two others. Scout, and... Oh no. Driller. Driller, yeah. So far, so I'm just explaining this to you guys because fucking I want everybody to play this. Um, Driller drills, obviously, Uh, really well, has a (laughs) flamethrower. Is that what he does? Uh, Flamethrower is really efficient at killing groups or whatever, which is awesome. Um, I think Driller is probably the most useful of the four classes. Uh, And then Engineer is a really useful class, can shoot platforms for people to stand on and jump on. Uh, really useful to kind of change the the terrain in that aspect. Also, sentry guns. His guns are kind of okay though. He has a shotgun and a grenade launcher, both in which I don't really care about. Um, but the sentry guns are really good, especially when the swarms come. Uh, Scout is really good to 
be on your own. You run like around with a grappling hook. You can get around faster than anybody. If someone falls down a ravine, you can like shoot down into the ravine with your fucking grappling hook, get down there faster than anybody to get them back up. So they're really good at getting around. Uh, also have a light gun, which is really important in that game because that game is dark as fuck. Uh, you have a little flashlight that goes, I don't know, fucking Two three, three dwarf feet. They have different <laughs> measurements for their size. Um, because, yeah, it's not very far. And uh, and then, yeah, you have flares you can chuck. And then you can upgrade those and have them a little... They last a little longer. But, um, yeah, so having that gun that you can shoot and it just lights the room up, really helpful. And then, uh, yeah, gunner guns things. Has a big-ass gun that uh, shoots a lot of bullets. And then also has um, a really, really useful... Um, uh, gra- not grappling hook, uh, like a zip line. Mm-hmm. So you can go up and down on it, and it, it helps out a lot. So all of them, like you were saying, have really good synergy. Um, it's hard to pick which one you want to play because they all are completely useful. So especially on the harder difficulties, if you're getting a group of people who are all doing, you know, their jobs, uh, you know, the way they probably should be, uh, it feels really good. The game's got a really 50-50 community, though, where, like, yeah, they're getting a room and people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Or you get in a room where people think they're the only ones who know what they're doing and they got to tell you what to do because you wasted uh, 0.01 milliseconds uh, doing something they thought you should be doing and then they kick you. So, wow. Yeah, there's there's some really elitist people in there. They're like level 20, which I think is the cap. It doesn't take long to get there, but they feel like they've been working, like they've actually been in those mines and they want you to know that. Hey, what What's going on, rookie? Like a fucking... I have the space lung. <laughs> Yeah, I got the space dust lung. <laughs> I've been down here three hours more than you. <laughs> a true veteran. And then you get into groups uh, every once in a while that everybody's awesome. And that's when the game is at its best. I got into a group last night like that. And I didn't want to leave. But then some guy's like, I got to go to bed. I got space lung. And so everybody stopped playing. You know, that reminds me of that that particular uh, part you just said is uh, I space remember- lung. No, the the party that was so good that you didn't want to leave. Yeah, uh, I remember when I used to play Final Fantasy Eleven a lot. It was like you know hit or miss, elitist, mm-hmm. new people, and every once in a while you get into a group, it just clicked. You get EXP like super fast, and you could tell like no one wanted to leave because it was just working. Dude, yeah, it's such a weird sensation <laughs> in games when everybody's just on the same page of like this is the best group that ever was. Yeah, I remember, how can we end this? I remember sitting there for like. I must have spent like five or six hours with this one group. And finally, I had to be the guy to be like, I have to work tomorrow, guys. I'm going to get four hours of sleep. I'm sorry. I got to go. I'm sorry. I got to go. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that, that that's always a great feeling in any co-op game. Finding that, you know, just especially when you're playing with randoms. Mm-hmm. Finding a group of people that just click. Yeah, it's hard to like get away from that once you get it. So, Well, yeah, because like they got to be, they got to be not assholes they got to be like decent people and then like understanding the game and having like enough skill to just work together which is awesome because even i mean i run into nice people all the time and i'm not talking shit shit about them but like um in that game they're like okay guys let's what do you guys want to do and we're all like getting swarmed and shit i'm like uh we gotta kill these things and they're like okay what next i'm like just fucking kill the things dude like and then they're like running around they're like i don't know what to do i'm like oh no I don't I don't want to be the tutorial for you. But uh yeah, it's just it's just funny. Like that's that's one of the games that uh that um 
you definitely appreciate um, the co-op and they did a really good job on that. Uh, also, the procedurally generated uh, biomes is really neat too because I've seen some caves that I fucking hated and I've seen some caves that are really cool. My fucking introduction to that game was a cave that was garbage. Yeah, the first three caves I had were all like really easy and nice and later like they just got huge and vertical and shit and I was like, okay, this is this fucking, we out here now. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I think we were in a magma cave, mm-hmm. and that was the one where we got in that fucking tunnel, and Josh ended up fucking going down because a bunch of bugs blew up on him, and then it exposed the uh, magma underneath him. So oh, he yeah. burnt to death, and then I picked him back up, and he couldn't move, and he burnt to death a second time. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, while in Minecraft, you fall in lava, you fucking show Yeah, it's over. And just yeah. pop. <laughs> Remember fucking... <clears throat> fucking someone falling in lava and going, bye 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 bye, and fucking just, psh, and just disappeared. And I was like, oh god, <laughs> this is real. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you're liking it for the most part, not as much as me. I fucking no, love it. Definitely not as much as you. Love it. Uh, there are things about it I like. There are things about it that drive me crazy, and they are constantly clashing with each other the whole time playing. So I'm just what drives uh, you crazy? Mostly confused. It is. <clears throat> It's too dark. It is dark. However, they, they're very generous with light, so it's not a huge deal, actually. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like any of the characters like are working for me, I think is my biggest problem. Like all four You know what you need to do? Do you ever feel like you can't aim? No. Or are you aiming just fine? I'm aiming fine. Really? Yeah. That game has a weird fucking like, dead zone thing and uh, mouse speed accelerator. That makes the game feel really floaty, something that I feel in Ubisoft games a lot. Yeah. And uh, you just turn all that off. Turn the smoothing off. Turn the fucking acceleration off all the way, zero. Uh, turn off the fucking uh, whatever the other thing I said was. Um, and it'll be when you move your mouse, it moves yeah. to the same speed. Because I hate that shit when they fucking, like that game has it. I had to turn it all off. Just like I said, in Ubisoft games, like they got like that acceleration shit. I'm like, turn that off. I just like I, when I fucking move, I want it to move where I moved. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want to feel that smoothness. I don't need that. I played Quake. Like I don't need that shit. No, I, I think my the biggest thing is uh, because all the characters are designed to intentionally complement each other. That they also have inherent things about them, um, you know, that are, are you know, obviously aren't as good. And I think. Um, the biggest problem I have is the characters whose abilities I like, I hate their weapons. And then the characters' weapons I like, I'm not necessarily a fan of their abilities. You need, a, so. you need to play longer to upgrade the weapons, though, because it makes a diff- big difference. So, like, the scout has the machine gun. I just unlocked the fire rate and the armor piercing. I like his gun, though. Sure, but yeah. I'm just saying it's a disgusting gun now. Yeah. So all the weapons do that. It's like the C4. I hate the C4 at first. When you... Um, when you upgrade the blast radius, it, w- it makes way more sense for tunneling and shit. Yeah. You get like a big spherical hole um, versus like a little like, little knock out of the wall. So it uh, makes a big difference. Shotgun uh, for the engineer uh, is shit. When you increase the fire rate on it, it makes way more sense because you're just putting in. And then later you can upgrade. I don't have it yet. Because you upgrade weapons by money and resource. You have to go mine shit. You can also buy the resource, which I like a lot. So if you have a bunch of gold built up, but you're not just not finding that fucking resource, you can buy it. But uh, 
Yeah, you can increase the pellets as well, mm. so you're doing more damage. So, um, yeah, definitely upgrade some shit when you when you play longer because I think I played like the one time pretty much. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, things get a lot better. Uh, and I want to see how you're using that flamethrower because that flamethrower is fucking OP. I, I don't, th- I don't, I don't think it's a matter of how I'm using it. It's a matter of I don't think it's fun to use. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so it's hard for me to want to learn to use it when I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, that, that's my struggle with the game. I don't think it's a bad game. I just I'm having issues with it. So just gotta play it longer. Ah. Uh, well, you play anything else? Nope. No? Okay, I'm going to go into mine unless you want to go into yours, Chris. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Uh, so I played that, Deep Rock Galactic. I'll talk about it a little longer. Uh, it's really fun to play. You play as dwarfs. They're all really chubby. Uh, there's a cool jukebox that plays mm-hmm. stupid music. I like that. Um, and yeah, play it. Uh, I've been playing Earth Defense Force 4.1, which is our game of the month. So make sure to come back next week uh, to hear a more broad discussion about it. But uh, just real quick, I forgot how fucking fun that game is. I played it the other day because I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably play this a little bit more for the for the channel. And uh, I played for like six hours and like three of those hours. I was doing the same map over and over and over again. Just grinding for gear and you don't have to do that. I just did it because I do that in games. If I know I can get better shit and I can do this map over and over again, I don't care. Like, I just, I want that gear, so. And that game's got so many random fucking weapons in it that I've never even seen or can dream of. And I'll unlock a new weapon, I try it out, and I'm like, this thing is insane. I unlocked a, and we'll talk about more, but there's so much to this game that I could talk about it a little bit. Still have plenty to talk about, but. I unlocked a gun that's essentially this huge multi-grenade launcher. And when you shoot the grenades, they fly in every direction and they bounce off everything. And when they blow up in about 12 seconds, I'd say, uh, maybe 10, uh, they decimate fucking just like blocks of buildings. Um, It's really dangerous, though, because those things will bounce back. So you got to look out for these yellow balls that are bouncing all over the city. I just go, Tunk, and then I pull up my other guy and start shooting and shit. And I just watch the, the yellow balls bounce all over the place. All of a sudden, the whole game will lag for a split second. It's like, and then it goes, ooh, and all these, build, all these buildings just fucking collapse. And it's it's really satisfying. It's really dangerous. If you're playing by yourself, it's almost like a, its own game. It's like, let, let's see how long I can survive shooting this fucking gun. Um, I shot straight up in the air one time, and I died because they just went everywhere. Um... <laughs> That's not a gun I think I would play. I would be using when other people are playing because there's no way I'd be like, okay, everybody, look out! I'm about to blow up this area. Yeah, splash damage is fucking scary. We'll kill you. Chevy this one time fucking drove his tank up. Chevy's like, I got a new tank, and it's like this giant tank the size of a building, and he's just rolling in. And I remember I'm shooting at enemies, and out of the right corner of my screen, I see a giant barrel enter like 50% of my screen, and he goes. And fucking the whole screen just went fucking white, and I just died instantly and went flying. So, yeah, that game is is ridiculous. It's very fun. Looks like shit, but it does, that game does not have to look good. It's just fun as shit. So, we'll talk about that more. Um, last game that I've been playing this week because I've been playing a lot of Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, every time I get home, it's like oh, I got a fucking mine. Um, Danger Zone 2, we talked about that a little bit before last week, I believe. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that. Well, I bought it, and it's fun. Um, I am... You get, okay, so if you don't know what it is, uh, Danger Zone 2 is essentially 
the crash mode from Burnout 3, where you went into a separate mode and you had to drive down a road and try and make as much damage as possible and had like multipliers for your score and had like um, uh, Smash Breaker or whatever where you blew up your car and you could fly into other Smash Breakers and blow up your car again and just try and rack up a crazy amount of damage. That's what this game is. You, you spend money, you get that mode. And I loved that mode, and it's very fun. I will warn people, though, it is only that mode. So I do think $20 is steep for that. It's not too bad for me, but if I'm thinking that, it's probably steep for a lot of people. So just think about that before you pick it up. But it has a lot of uh, a lot of maps to play on it. It's very fun still. It's the exact same mode. I'm pretty sure whoever worked on Burnout 3 made this because uh, it's, it's, it's the exact same game. It's crazy. Um, I like it a lot. I actually got the world record on one of the maps, which was crazy. I'm sure it's not there anymore. But I was like, wow, I've never done that before. Um, I was just playing it. And all of a sudden, I had like, I think, 3,000 more points than the guy under me. I was like, oh, shit. Um, so that was pretty cool. But the game has only been out for a little bit. So, I'm, like I said, that shit is gone. Somebody's definitely destroyed my fucking my record. I'll say someone will see that and be like, I have to yeah. be and I'm, there. I've never been. I'm a competitive dude. I'm not a worldly competitive guy. I'm not going to train and fucking make sure I'm the best in the world at something. I don't care that much. Um, but it's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, the game's really fun. If you are really into that mode and you think 20 bucks is worth it to buy that, I would definitely suggest picking it up. If you're on the fence about it, though, Maybe, maybe wait for a sale or something like that. Cause I do think 20 bucks is really steep for just that mode. I think 15 bucks would have been perfect price, but it's only a five buck difference, but still like, it just seems high to me. So just trying to be, uh, try and try and give people that recommendation without, uh, just being like, Oh, get it. Cause it's, it's fun. Buy it. Fucking yeah. buy it. I'm not sponsored by them, but buy everything. <laughs> I was going to be like, I'm sponsored by everybody. Buy it all. And then when they do it, give me that money. Where's my sponsorship money? I said I was sponsored. <laughs> I told everybody that you're sponsoring me. That's how it works, right? And, uh, yeah, I think that's everything I've played. Just on a side note, I really want to play an MMO. Let me know in the comments what's an MMO I should be playing right now. Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen. Speaking of that, we'll be watching a video of that very soon. I saw a quick glimpse of it just to see if the video worked. And I was like, that game, I forgot how good looking that game is. I like the visual yeah, style too, of that every game. Every time I reactivate my account to keep the free company house. Yeah. <laughs> I log in, I'm like, oh, yeah. Pretty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I was like, oh, should I play Black Desert? Start a new character? Because I tried to play that a while back. And I was like, this just isn't working. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, it's a rough game to get into, I feel. Because I've tried twice. There's just a lot of potential with that game, though. There's a lot of stuff going on in that game. Mm -hmm. So I just, there's just, like, the UI is just fucking menus everywhere, though. I'm just like, there's too much to do in this game. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that, like, that you said that I appreciate about it, essentially, and that it has feelings for it. But then, yeah, it, it seems like a, uh, there's no, like, most of them was like, do this thing yeah. until you get used to Lack playing the structure. game, right? This game's just kind of like, we have a story you could do, but you also can just kind of go. And you can have hit fun. the hit hit a button and it'll take you there. You don't have to play the game, which yeah. I, I kind of, I used to really hate that. But as I've gotten old and fucking decrepit and just ready to die, I'm just like, man, hit hitting this button's real nice. I can just, oh, there he goes. Look at that. Look at that. I don't have to press the W key. Look at that. That's great. You kind of have an appreciation for it more now, too. 
I don't think it's. I don't really use it, but every once in a while, like I'll be in my bag or whatever. I'm just like, eh, go. I'm just like, need like if I've been running back and forth in an area or whatever. Like I don't, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I do just like fast travel too. Like that was, what was fast say, travel yeah. kind of fucking has ruined a lot of open world games for me because I miss the journey of those games. I, I so I appreciate games that have some kind of uh, caveat to being able to use it mm. some games like you have to gain a certain resource to be able to fast travel or you have to go to this point to fast travel i don't mind that that's fine but yeah when you can just be like oh, i'm in the middle of a fucking field and i need to go back town like that right. that, that kind of ruins that whole journey so yeah and i and it's funny because i remember even even man, i've done this a few times so i'm dating myself now uh back when you i played and decrepit and ready to die when i played dark age camelot <laughs> uh you know that was one of the first times i saw in an mmo where you could like taxi You'd rent a horse and it would just ride oh, you yeah. somewhere. You know what I mean? And uh, Final Fa- both the Final Fantasy games Why do walk that. When you, you can ride, you really don't use it in fourteen. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I think I think those systems are good um, as long as they're useful. I think in fourteen is completely pointless. But in most games, like especially in Black Desert, I, I like that, and I actually think I prefer it over fast travel. Even though fast travel's quicker, um, I, I agree with you in the aspect of I miss out on the the, the aspect of going on the journey. Mm-hmm. Because in Final Fantasy Eleven, uh, you could like only certain classes could make portals, yeah. and Vanilla WoW I think was like that too before they made it way easier. I mean, yeah, mages are still the only ones who can portal people yeah. anywhere, um, but they changed a lot of stuff too, yeah. um, like flying, which was introduced back in Burning Crusade, oh, right, yeah. is now locked behind an achievement for the newer expansions. So, like in uh, uh, in Legion, you had to do all the main storyline grind all the reps originally to Exalted, um, explore all the islands and all the content before you could even look at flying. Okay, yeah. It was such so they make you explore first. It, sure, but like it was so exhausting. Like I explored the world like 20 times over before I got flying. It was so exhausting. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's just a bad uh, implementation of uh, trying to keep you in the game longer. Mm-hmm. So I see it a lot in MMOs. Hey, MMOs, I want to play one. Let me know in the comments what I should be playing. Mm-hmm. Chris, what have you been playing? Speaking of MMOs, <laughs> I've been playing World of Warcraft. Because mm-hmm. the pre-patch for Battle for Azeroth dropped a couple days ago, and they changed everything. They did a major stat squish. Um, so, like, I item like levels word. used to be cl- close to, like, pushing, like, a 1,000, right? Now, average item level is, like, 150 on my characters, maybe 200. So really? Major, like, yeah, they That's made huge. a major stat drop. Um, they normalized mobs and things like that too, so like everything's more balanced. Like it's just not ridiculous doing like four million DPS anymore. I pushed maybe like two thousand. You, you know why they did that? It makes it their job easier. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid how much like health and damage you were doing. Yeah. But that, that crawl in all our RPGs in general is just. Gotta be maddening for programmers if the game right. goes on too long. It doesn't feel any. It doesn't feel bad though. It feels nice. It feels nice not to have to be like ridiculous numbers, and it feels like, like they said, it was gonna feel like kind of like back in Wrath of Lich King where numbers are a little more balanced. So it does feel kind of like that. It's nice. Um, they changed a lot of classes. A lot of skills have been changed and removed and reworked and things like that. Uh, it took away first aid, so you can't do first aid anymore. First aid. Yeah, it was a profession you used to have. You could level Bandages. up to so heal yourself. Huh. But, uh, no one could do that except for tailors now. Tailors get the bandages. And then the first aid profession is just gone. 
Weird. All those bandages for all those years. Yep. Bye. Gone. <laughs> Why'd they do that? Uh, I don't really know the, the reasoning behind it. I'm going to assume that it didn't really serve a strong purpose in the game because, like, healing yourself with bandages is usually like something you would do, like, in combat. Um, but then it has a debuff that you get applied that you can't do it again for a certain amount of time, take damage, you stop healing yourself, and out, out of combat, you just eat food to heal faster. So I don't think it was a proficient enough useful item or skill to have to keep. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like when I was playing the fucking Bear Lord uh, with the gun. Fuck is that? Torn Hunter? Uh, bear Lord. No, it was an orc. His name was Chernobyl. Um, oh, you had a bear. Yeah. So you were hunting oh, okay. though. Yeah, I was lording over him, so I'm the Bear Lord. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's a class, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I feel like I was using bandages with that motherfucker. Probably everyone had access to him. So oh, pick up cloth, okay. you'd make bandages, and oh, you'd get a very, so it's not a special thing. Very got small hot. Yeah, so. I guess it, it makes people who heal more important than if people aren't fucking sitting there putting little fucking Band-Aid brand fucking bandages on their toadies. Like an item you use when you're soloing, though. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense too. I don't fucking know. That's the only time I ever used them. I had so many in my just trying to join the wild that talk. I would have to sell them all or throw them away or whatever. So yep. just vendor them. Okay, bye. When I got back, or I didn't get back into the game because I played it for like two hours, but uh, when I played it like a, m- a couple months ago, fucking I was a goblin, and their starting area is ridiculous. There's in Hot Rod just driving around honking yeah, and shit. I, I actually don't like it. And there's like a football field <laughs> I fucked up and like a bunch of weird shit. I was like, what is this game? <laughs> like, hey, Mac, fucking go kill those people. Fucking go disturb that football game and, and honk your horn and drive real fast. I'm like, all right, is this Hot Wheels the game? Like, I don't... <laughs> Getting this uh, Apache helicopter or tank or the fuck it was and shoot shit up. I was like, this game's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was interesting though. The yep. first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my first and only time. That place is awful after the first time. It's just it takes winding ever. Winding roads, man. I was like, this place is ridiculous. <laughs> so I just took that free level, whatever the hell, and fucking started in on the last expansion. Which is a lot more interesting. Felt a lot more intense and story-driven. Less fucking, I'm a cabbie in New York, honking my horn and ruining pool parties. Those are goblins. Yep, yep, yep. Goddamn goblins. It's all about money. All about the money. Hey, it's all about money. Hey. (laughs) That's goblins, right? Hey. You got it. Yeah. Um, I've also been playing... Oh. Uh, plus games. Played a lot of them the other day. Okay. What is what are those? Uh <laughs> Heavy Rain and Absolver. Uh, mm-hmm. I keep calling it in my head, I'm like Talking Rain, right? That's the game. Talking Rain. Yeah, it's about Isn't that a water uh, company? beverages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sparkling water. Yep. Are those still around? Yeah. I remember those when I was a kid. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah. Back then, like I drank them like this is fucked up. Sparkling water's Slightly. come a long way. Slightly flavored seltzer water. So yeah. Was, God, those taste like the '90s. They probably just shoved way too much CO2 in them. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, because nowadays, like sparkling water tastes like water, pretty much, which sounds weird because water has lack of flavor. But uh, yeah, just the the perfect amount. Back then, it was just like it tasted like metal. They're forcing the bubbles in instead of figuring out yeah how to just 
put some bubbles in. Yeah. Like our boss was talking, and this is off completely off topic from games, but he has a like, like a kegerator. Mm-hmm. And so he's tried hooking up CO2 and nitrogen to it. And he was like, it's, and it just always has this weird flavor. I've had it for years. And then I looked at it the other day and there was a switch that I turned off and it tastes great now. Weird. So it was a regulator for how much gas it was shoving. In oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm around a lot of that shit. It don't taste too good. No, I imagine opening a soda probably gives you some flashbacks PTSD, of work. Yeah, yeah. PTSD, I get flashbacks. <laughs> I freak out every time I open a fucking can of soda. I'm like, no! <laughs> I do this every day. And then I just go, and go back to playing video games. Every time. So how are the Plus games? They're good. Not going too deep into it. Okay. Heavy rain work for you, though? Yes, uh, <laughs> there's no floating bodies. No, <laughs> no fucking anti gravity beds. My version's the best version. <laughs> I got a claymation version and shit. He's fucking. Uh, 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 yeah. Nope, nope, don't have any of those. None of them. How far did you get into it? I did. What did I just get to? Jason! I'm way beyond that. Sean! I just did the freeway. Does okay. That make any bells for you? Vaguely. Yeah, I remember Vaguely. the freeway. No? Yes, it's, no? It's been a I long do. time since I've, I've played that game. So. Have you crawled through gra- grass? Glass? No. I've not done that yet. All right. And then, without spoiling anything, obviously, uh... How far in Absolver are you? Um, I got to the point where I ripped out my internet so I didn't have to play with other people. You know there's an option in the actual options to turn, play offline, right? What? Yeah. I couldn't figure it playing. out. It's literally, it's a toggle. You just, I don't want to play online. That's it. I saved it so I have proof, but fucking, I had like one guy attack me and I beat the shit out of him. And then a second person came running up and I killed them. And then a third person is walking by, so I just killed them. <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything. I was just like, and I fucking started hitting them and killed them. And then a fourth guy ran in. And I fucking killed him. And I was like, I'm invincible. And then when I stopped recording, I ran off and I died. Like some guys <laughs> ran up and killed me. I was like, this game is fucking kill or be killed, man. Uh, I, the only reason I unplugged my internet so I didn't play other people is because I was running around and some guy wasn't loading properly. So all I saw was his weapon just floating through the air trying to beat me. I was like, I'm not going to play against this because I couldn't target Predator? Him. You don't want to yeah, fight Predator? No. Why not? Seems a little unfair. But if you beat him, then you're like, I killed Predator. Have you? And they're like, no. I'm like, then you can't talk. I mean, technically, Arnold didn't even beat Predator. Technically. He didn't? I guess, yeah, he, he blows himself up. Blows himself Spoiler up. alert. <laughs> Oh, well, I never saw Predator, man. <laughs> Sorry. Movie's like 800 years old. So yeah, yeah. It came out 801 point. years old ago today. Happy birthday, Predator. I know I was uh, <laughs> talking with Paul uh, about Absolver a little bit. and That guy, Paul, if you're listening to this, I know you like to listen to this, and if you're watching it, fucking hi. Hello. Uh, hi. That guy came up at work, and he heard me listening to the podcast, because I do that, and he's like, what are you guys talking about video games for? You, what do you know about video games? I was very deeply insulted. 
So I responded. I was like, yeah, I've never played one before. Ever. And that was the end of that conversation. And then I just cried inside. She's like, Paul's mean. <laughs> uh, I'm not, and I'm not going to tell his whole story, but essentially he was saying his, tell his life story, his experiences on, in Absolver online. He said uh, a lot of times this, uh, you know, how like in dark souls, like you'll fight, you'll go up to people and occasionally like they'll do emotes before they fight, you know, type of thing. So they're not just trying to murder each other. Seems more sportsmanlike or whatever. I've seen those YouTube right. videos. I've never experienced it though. Well, so I guess an absolver, he's like, you know, there's essentially there's, there's two kinds of people. Is because you can pick people up after you beat them. So they'll beat you, yep. and then they'll pick you up, and then it's all good or whatever. Yep. Or they'll, you know, they won't, and then you're like, okay, well, that guy was an asshole essentially. So more times than not, people do get me up mm -hmm. after they beat me. So I think there is there is I, that one option. I think is a really cool option because it does still keep. The community friendly because if someone gets me up, I've never hit somebody after that. Yeah, like if they beat me and they get me up, we'll stand there and we're both just looking at each other. I'm like, eh, and then they turn around, and we just keep going. One well, a huge part of that too is um, by fighting each other, you're you're presenting the opportunity to learn moves off each other too. Yeah. So, right. um, but I don't want to talk about Absolver too much. I just kind of yeah. want to share that that, that was interesting to me because I haven't played online. I played offline. So. A lot of people in this one area, well, it's one of the first areas. Um, I punched them into the water. So, like, there's no getting them back up. They're, no, they're lost. They're gone. David Jones' locker. There's this one dickhead who came up and, and fucking stabbed me with a broken bottle. And I fucking beat his ass. And uh, we're near a spawn point. And so I killed him. And I didn't get him up because fuck him. And all of a sudden he goes and just comes out of the spawn point. He instantly is just running at me again. I was like, fuck. I started <laughs> fighting him. And then I run up the stairs. He chases after me. I'm fucking fighting him and shit. And I punch him and he flies into the ocean. And I was like, I'm getting out of here. Cause he's gonna he's gonna respawn and run at me again. And I don't wanna perpetually just be fighting this dude forever. <laughs> like he's ah, till he gets get it, till he gets his one win and then he's like, I have to go home. Yeah, and then he's gonna log out. Fuck this. <laughs> I won by. Uh there's this one guy I knew back in the day who would come over and, and uh, play video games, kind of an awkward dude. And uh, we would play DOA 2. And I was back then really good at DOA 2. And uh, and we'd fight over and over and over again. Maybe it was fucking Soul Calibur. It's one of those games that was pretty good. I wasn't Street Fighter. I'm not good at Street Fighter. But um, we're fighting, 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 fighting. And like it was like, I think like 30 or 40 matches in, I'd won every single one, which isn't fun for anybody who's just winning. Like, But he's like, all right, keep going. I'm like, okay. And we'd fight. He's like, all right, keep going. So fucking on one match, finally, I kind of like relaxed. I didn't give it to him, but I wasn't playing really hard. And he beat me. I'm like, all right, you want to you wanna go again? And he stands up, puts the controller down, stands there and stares like blankly into the TV. And he's like, I got to go home. I was like, what? And he's like, I got to go home while I still have my dignity. And I was like, okay. And then like he walked out the door and left the house. And I was like. I can't imagine being like that. Yeah, that was weird. He still lost like 30 times. like, <laughs> And this loss, I'm not even, I don't care. Yeah, you're bored at that point. Yeah, I was like, dude, can we just not do this anymore? That was one time me and Bobo fucking played uh, Soul Calibur, and I legitimately beat him 99 times in a row. And he kept going, like, let's keep going. He's like, you can't get better unless unless you take some losses. I'm like, I like your I like your moxie, kid. Let's fucking keep going. I just kept beating him down. And I got really bored. Well, that was a better attitude than I got to keep my dignity. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fucking, he, he needed that. He needed that win. <laughs> I don't know what would have happened that night if he went home after not winning. Uh, it was really intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those were some tales from the crypt. Fucking. <laughs> Did you play anything else? Uh, other than like Monster Hunter and uh, I've been playing Warframe every day. Uh, as soon as Monster Hunter events over, I need to go back in and finish my quests. I just I can't play two endless games at once. It's not going to happen. Speaking of Warframe, if you're like one of like the hundred people who have like subscribed to this channel because of that that episode, thank you for subscribing. Yeah. That's the biggest growth we've ever had on the channel, which is crazy. Glad to see that many people are excited about Warframe. Really shows how big the community of Warframe has grown yeah. to the point where, like, like I think it was last year we had a Warframe video, which is one of our most viewed videos, and we got you know a decent amount of subscribers from that. But this this year, this video, fucking, I mean, it's it's been crazy for us. So thanks for for sticking around after watching the horrible audio on that video. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that because that's that's been fun. I'm still watching like this the analytics on that video. I'm just like, wow, people fucking love Warframe, and I'm glad. Our love for that game fucking translated because people are really a lot of comments. It's awesome. Well, say so even even because uh, you know watching a video and uh, it's pretty easy as soon as you hear you know something that that doesn't sound you know sharp or whatever. I'd but, bail. Be like, yeah, someone Instantly. else probably did this better. You know, if I watched us, I'd be like, who the fuck are these guys? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you stuck around, you listened, and a lot of you did comment and say that you enjoyed the the content and the conversation. And even that, people that's brought- great. Even the people brought up the audio. Very nice about it. They're like, is it skipping at this part? Hey, do you guys know blah, blah, blah? No one's like, fix your fucking audio, noob. So, it's been nice. Yeah. And I know it's been driving Seth crazy that the one video that kind of blew up the way it did uh, was the one that hiccuped in our audio department there. Yeah, fucking that's that's a funny fucking irony. (laughs) This video's doing well. It's one of the only videos that has a big mistake on it. Oh, cool. (laughs) <laughs> but yes welcome yeah thanks for the segue chris yeah yeah Any, anything cool happening in warframe to me personally no you're just hanging out on the ship talking I mean, to artists no i don't talk to artists i let artists blabble on the background but chris i imagine it's like three in the morning the soft blue glow of the screen is on your face and you're sitting there just staring at the screen just fucking going into those pixels and fucking Ortis is like, hello, operator. And you're like, hello, Ortis. <laughs> and you just talk to Ortis the whole time. And outside your door and people are going to the bathroom, they just hear you talking through the door and they're like, I really hope Chris is okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't ever talk to Ortis. No. And we're like, oh, I do, do you play, sometimes. Do you play Warframe? You're like, I lived Warframe. I, Ort- I am Warframe. Say, will, I am the Ortis Warframe. Ortis will talk sometimes and I'll just be like, shut up. As soon as it's like, as soon as Ortis is like, up, I'm like, mute. <laughs> Shut up. Ortis, I've heard you how many times now? How many times are you going to tell me the same fucking joke, Ortis? A few times. Operator. <laughs> Did you hear that? What was that static fucking whatever? It was hilarious. Causing background radiation is yeah. right. Whatever. I'm having PTSD again. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. No, I need to hop in. I need to finish. CO2 and Ortis, man. Uh, they both do it to me. What is it? The Chains of Haro. Mm-hmm. And then whatever else I need to get to. the. Po- I, I need to get caught up in the story. Is what I'm trying to get right. to here as I'm choking on all my words. 
I almost have Limbo Prime now. So I'm working on that. So you get to be fancy both in appearance and in jewelry because you'll be all gold. I want a fancy Limbo. Oh, I like Limbo. With me, I've been saving all these uh, all these relics for when you guys hop back on. A lot of relics have been saved up. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to get out of the, the fucking mines, though. I'm down in them fucking there's, dwarf mines. There's mines in Warframe. We got mines now. <laughs> That's enticing. <laughs> You're gonna make a pamphlet about it. The mines of Earth. If you mines like, if you like Eidolon. mines, if you like dwarven mines, you'll love Warframe mines. <laughs> Come to Eidolon we, and draw pictures in the rocks. Instead of drills, we use lasers to cut ore out of the rock. <laughs> it's completely different technology. It's basically the same technology. <laughs> Much more alluring with these fantastic-looking uh, warframes. Tired of zapping rocks? Throw spears in the water. Tired of being two feet tall? These guys are normal tall. <laughs> I think the frames are, are tall. pretty tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty big. <laughs> Anything else? No. I Any other mines you've been in? Uh, I think I visited the mines of Moria last week. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you made it back, so that's good. I, I did. I did. I don't like to go in mines in real life. <laughs> Freaks me out. I'm like an earthquake's gonna happen. I'm gonna die in here. There's a couple couple episodes recently where I keep talking about cataclysmic shit. <laughs> I think I need to stop thinking about that shit. <laughs> I'm like the cataclysm's coming. Fuck video games. Let's talk about survival, boys and girls. <laughs> do you know how to make a fire? Uh, I do. Well, all right. One of one of us will live. I'm pretty sure if most, or at least me and you, have watched enough survival fucking TV to make a fire. At least, oh dude, I've watched way too many fucking videos on survival. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I'm I'll, I'm gonna as soon as the 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 fucking power goes out from like a fucking someone like bumped into a, a a fucking power line down the street, I instantly turn into fucking feral Seth, and I'm just like, time to survive, boys and girls. <laughs> Conserve water and rations. Anyone walks on a lawn, fucking warn them that they'll be killed. <laughs> I'm gonna eat you first. You're gonna be my first meal if you walk any closer. <laughs> like, oh, I was just telling you that I was in I, a car wreck. I, I'd rather not have neural brain disease. That's if you eat too much. A little bit here what? and there, you'll be fine. What is that called? I looked it up recently. Spondycephalophysis. I... No, there's like a. It's like a kuru or something like that. Kuro. It's based off a, a, a tribe yeah. that they discovered. It. Yeah, because oh, they're, yeah. they're sitting there munching. Mm, 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 mm. That's close by. Mm, fucking um, munching on their buddies, getting a little snack in. And then they're fucking and they laughing and crying to themselves and fucking twitching. And, and then you die. Breathing hard. All right. So, anything else? We, we, keep, should, we, we should get keep, into these videos before let's, we keep let's talking get, about random shit. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> People watching this, they're like, dude, fuck video games. Keep talking about this crazy shit. <laughs> I like watching three adult men just fall into insanity. Um, Can't fall into some place you already are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, this is an easy route. It's nice and comfy. Uh, don't want to go out of my box. Uh, so, yeah, you ready to watch uh, the video I have not told people yet? Uh, so, we're going to watch Marvel's uh, Spider Man. Um, SDCC, San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con Comic 2018 story trailer. Yes. 
and then after that, we'll be watching Final Fantasy XIV's uh, Monster Hunter World collaboration, since we've already done the Monster Hunter World uh, collaboration with Final Fantasy XIV. And then we're going to be watching um, the Uncharted uh, fan film that has Nathan, F- Nathan Fillion in it, uh, because I think it's worth talking about. All right, you ready on uh, Marvel, Chris? All right, three, two, one, and go. Action. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. Buy it. <laughs> that's the story. Yay! I love Spider-Man. I don't know. Feels like the end of the world. Maybe it is. How fucked up is this? An, this is an exclusive. Peter Parker. It's how the surprising. hell are you? Look how good it looks. The city is in danger. They need Payday to help. All of our help. All right, well, call the play, coach. Is that is that supposed to be yeah, Miles? It is. Uh, yeah, I think so. Piece Looks piece. just like him. Time I return the favor. This is opportunity knocking. Is that you know Bobby Kotick? get to them, the more you become a target, right? Activision. The closer I get, the better chance we have to stop them. I've ordered Silver Sable and her team to shoot you on sight. This city's had enough of your vigilantism. You're officially an enemy of the people. This is gonna be good. Come on, Peter. A lot of characters in it. Yeah. Is that? Who's that girl? I don't know. Just the amount of like production in this is insane. Like it's crazy to get like a big Spider-Man game like this. Yeah. How do I call you? I mean, do you have like a cell phone in your in your po- pockets or something? Yeah, in your head pockets. PlayStation. All right. All right. That was that was a Spider-Man. Yeah. What do we think? Spider-Man. Uh, I think uh, it looks great. Uh, Insomniac Games. Uh, at least from what I've played of their stuff, I always like their stuff. Anyways, I think they they handle gameplay pretty well. I mean, Ratchet and Clank I think plays real great, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just nice to see Spider Man being put into a big budget game that looks like they actually give a crap about it. So uh, yeah, the last time they did that was Spider Man Two, the one that everybody loved. After that, they just took that same formula over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again and. Made Spider-Man three, which is awful. Yeah, he ran like sixty miles per hour in fucking small buildings, I'm just running into walls and shit constantly. Stupid. I'm very excited for this. Looks very fun. Been excited for it since the beginning. And this trailer was very cool. It was nice to see some story elements. It was nice to see um, different characters. I like that th- that Spider Man's going to have other people to have a dynamic with. A mm-hmm. lot of times in these games, you're just Spider Man. You get the cool quips or whatever, so you get to go. Ah, I've read the comic books. That's cool. But it's cool to see that he's going to have a connection with people. Um, mm-hmm. That you're going to be able to get more personality out of the character that otherwise would just be kind of talking to himself while you're sitting there listening to him or and like playing a him. Earpiece or something. Yeah. You know, or he's talking. Well, there's a lot of uh, different. Uh, parts of that game where he was talking with those people. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of cool to see um, just 
more story. And all those cinematics look really well done. Oh, yeah. The mo-capping is fantastic. They're going to be able to achieve um, a bunch of stuff because it's a video game, so they can do a bunch of stuff as long as they're um, uh, you know creative, which it looks like they're they're definitely that. Um, like I said, Insomniac is a very creative company, so they're, you're getting some really cool uh, you know, cutscenes. Um, we already know the gameplay is going to be awesome. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So this this game is going to be fucking... Did you see the... I'm not even like... I love Spider-Man like from when I was a kid, but like as of like being an old, decrepit, fucking on the verge of death guy um, <laughs> from the crypt. Uh, you know, I, I like it enough, but I'm not like clamoring for it. But the fucking... The new PS4 Pro oh, Spider-Man it's, one it's is gorgeous. dope looking. Yeah. I was like, I already have a PS4 Pro. I can't get another one. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice looking. I mean, you could. You just don't need to. Yeah, this is true. I really like my Monster Hunter one though. Yeah, I want to. But that, that one's one. fucking vibrant red. It looks sick. It the controller really cool. is like its own. Like it's is like it's not like the red and controller. It's like that red. I'll say the controller's my favorite part. Yeah. It wouldn't go with my decor, so no, I'm not gonna get it. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Don't have a lot of red. Fair. Most people don't. <laughs> I know my my whole room. My whole room looks like fucking the Matrix. It's just dark, and there's just neon lights fucking turning different colors everywhere and shit. And there's cords everywhere and camera equipment everywhere. I'm fucking. Then there's be a glowing radioactive red PS4 over in the corners. Slowly becoming a lawnmower man. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to enter the internet before someone allows me. I'm just trying to crawl in right now. Um, yeah, look, looks cool. I uh. Story trailers are weird for me because, like, it's never enough to get me, like, super pumped. But mm-hmm. it is nice to know that they're actually going and, and interact, like you said, interacting with like, a bunch of characters and stuff yeah. like that. So I think the gameplay trailer we sh- saw at uh, E3, though, uh, was a was big for me. Storyline trailers are essential, but I think the gameplay ones are the more important ones because in the, at the end of the day, it's a video game. So we want to know what what we're going to be doing when we play the game. But just like movies, a, a movie that's coming out and has a really bad storyline trailer, like obviously they should all be storyline trailers, but sometimes they just kind of flash a couple things and they don't tell you what the movie's about. And those movies typically don't do very well, especially if you look at like the the recent Blade Runner, which is fantastic and you should have watched it already. Good. Very fucking good. Um, but they didn't tell anybody what that fucking movie is about. They just went Blade Runner. And, you know, people love Blade Runner. Like, I'm going to go watch that. But people were like, you know, don't know anything about that. They're like, well, I don't know what the fuck this is. Um, and it didn't do as well in the theaters. It should have. Um, so those storylines are really uh, important to show. But like I said, like with a video game, you got to show that gameplay. But I do appreciate the storyline trailers when they show them later. It, when the game's just announced, they do a storyline trailer. It's not as exciting, especially when they're right. showing cutscenes. So I get where you're coming from. Because I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that seems interesting. But I need to know what this game is going to be like when I play it. Exactly. Right. I'm going to be spending more time, hopefully, unless it's a Kojima game, playing this game uh, than watching cinematics. So, right. Um, yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing how video games have different kinds of trailers they have to kind of showcase to get you excited for it. Because if, if it's not a story-heavy game, they don't need a storyline trailer. Right. Uh, right, right. Yeah, well, and that's exactly it. What kind of product are they making? Who are they selling it to? Yada, yada. The Spider-Man is is going to be a lot trickier in that regard because there is story elements to Spider-Man. And there's also, you know, it's a video game, so it has to be gameplay mechanics of it. And then there's, you know, comic book fans, and so it needs to be true to all that stuff, too. And there's just a lot of different demographics. Well, and if, it was, if we go, like, fucking eight years ago and you're putting out a Spider-Man game, they would most likely just show the gameplay of it because people are going to play and they're going to know what to expect. But mm-hmm. it's, it's been so long since we've gotten, like, a 
a big budget awesome Spider-Man game that is important that these guys show off that not only are you getting an awesome you know uh, top tier made game but you're also going to be getting a essentially a fucking Spider-Man movie and mm. any Spider-Man fan's going to want that right because right, anything you can right. get when you're a fan of something you're going to take so it's like oh shit I'm going to get like a story of Spider-Man Miles Morales and uh, all these uh, villains that haven't been in the movies yet and shit like it's 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 important that they show that off so I think that trailer did show that off it got, I thought it was a good trailer yeah uh, it was. even taking away from you know the property itself I thought it was done well um had you know the good music and build and stuff like that it got me stoked for it so it did its job Chris what did you think of it well, I think a lot of the problem that uh, games like this where they have like a base like storyline that they're working off of um, fall into this problem of like trying to create a game that's unique and not like completely like set in like storylines you're replaying the story over and over again but at the same time trying to stay true to the storyline it's kind of like this really hard balance that a lot of games have had a lot of problems with in the past and I don't know a lot of Spider-Man lore he's not really like my favorite marvel character story-wise um so i don't know how well this fits into the spider-man canon universe um so i i hope someone else knows and can explain how well this is connected to everything that we know so far um the trailer overall was i mean yeah story the story is important but i didn't really get much from it other than like there's spider-man here's a couple other kids that he's working with and all the bad guys from before plus some i've never seen before that's all I really got from it. There's not much really deep wise for me, or at least from what I saw. Yeah. So the hype isn't really super big for me as far as like storyline goes, but I'm really hoping like gameplay wise from what we've seen so far, it looks really good. That's kind of where the hype is kind of carrying it through for mm-hmm. me. Well, and see, and I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, but this trailer for me is almost like a complimentary trailer based off of what I have seen already. So it's almost like an extension of, we've seen a lot of gameplay. We saw the E3 uh, video and now on top of that, now we know that there is a story, and this is what the story is going to be like uh, a little bit. And I and and for me, it, the hype is just a carryover from what I've already mm. seen. It's it's an extension to that. So I think they've they've actually uh, released this trailer at the right time to be to be carrying that hype because, like I said before, if they would have shown this trailer first, I'd be like, okay, a Spider-Man game's coming out, right? But mm-hmm. you know, when they showed off the crazy gameplay, I was like, oh shit, we're getting like a really good looking Spider-Man game. Yeah, Spider-Man's but, actually happening. Yeah, and then they show this now. I'm like, oh, and and it's got a good fucking, it's got a story that's going to be, you know, well thought out and, and choreographed and shit, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to say on that? No. Give me costumes. All the Spider-Man costumes. I think it's going to have costumes. I'm sure it would. It'd be weird if it didn't. At the very least, the Venom costume. That'd be dope. The Black Spider, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Black Spider. Give me that. Uh, let me know in the comments. What do you think about this new trailer? Uh, are you excited for this game? Are you going to pick it up? Are you going to buy a PS4 for this game? Since it's only coming out on PS4, which is really crazy to me. Seems like a game that should be out on everything. Get the fuck out of here, fly. And, uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Spider-Man. The symbiote suit. That's what it's called. Yep. That's... <laughs> I was say when you said it the first time I was like it's got a name but I'm not going to attempt I'm not I, I can't think of anything right now. Uh, I say I've had one cup of coffee so I'm not firing all cylinders yeah, yet. I ate a couple of macaroons which are delicious and then uh, some coffee so I'm not running off anything right now. <laughs> Hopes and dreams that's what I'm running off of. Uh, next video is Final Fantasy 14 uh, cross Monster Hunter World collaboration trailer. This is for Final Fantasy 14, which is really interesting. I mentioned that earlier, but reiterating. And yeah, we're going to watch it. Uh, it's two minutes long. Chris, uh, you ready? Yep. I was about to ask you, what do you think about this? <laughs> like, we already watched it. 
<laughs> all right, watch this. I'll tell you all about it before we watch it. All right, uh, three, two, one, and go. I'm excited already. <laughs> Especially if you're really in Final Fantasy XIV, it's really cool to be able to get something that we're all fucking super passionate about. And that it's a permanent addition to the game. Oh, is it permanent? Yeah, it's not a temporary Oh, that's event. fucking cool. <laughs> it's because the there's a level and story requirement to be able to even access it, so they want to, you know. Man, Final Fantasy XIV is cool looking. Yeah. I really like how it's like kind of medieval, but Final Fantasy fantasy. Mm-hmm. Aw, oh, what up, kitty? Well, apparently it flies all over the place. It Okay, so in Monster Hunter, when I saw Final Fantasy stuff, I'm like, this works. I'm watching this, I'm like, this is weird. To see Rathalos, like, fucking... But it does feel good. It, yeah, it's just, it's more of a, a contrast for me than the other one, which is weird. It looks good, that though. It looks good, yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. This is pretty fucking dope. This is weird. Oh, it's awesome. I, uh... <clears throat> I like that his animations seem to be the same too. Which is yeah. I, need a drink. yeah. I think the big weird thing for me is just because in the other one it's still Monster Hunter, so you're still jumping around shit, and this is like an MMO, so it's interesting to see Rathalos being fought in an RPG way. Ah! You can mount the fucker. They add. I, I remember one of the the first times they added a quick time event to a, a fight in the game, so it was funny that they're actually using it. it looks like again. It's animated well. Um, is this a raid or something? It's or a, a fucking dungeon fight? Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. I wonder. Oogie. <gasps> That's. Dope. Does it get pissed? Oh my god! It's a mount. <gasps> what? <laughs> I want that. That was the best reaction show he's ever had on the show. <laughs> I haven't seen show react like that. Uh, That's awesome. All right. Yeah. So, what do we think? Thank you. I uh, I think it's great. It feels. You know what the best part about this collab is? It seems like they're the both parties are trying to make the other game feel like it's part of it as well. Because yeah. I know in the Monster Hunter one, they're adding raid mechanics to that fight. So like the meteors will fall, they'll cool down, and then he'll cast Comet, and you have to hide behind the meteors so you don't oh, take really? the damage. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Uh, in this one, they had the quick time event for the stabbing, and they also had the uh, where Rathalos knocked the guy down and then rushed over to grab him type mm. of thing. So that really cool respect. That there. is really cool because like you with Monster Hunter, it's nothing new, but like collabing and getting like costumes from other games, which is awesome. But it's always like, okay, you dress like you look like Ryu, like blah blah blah. Uh, but this seems like people sat down at a fucking table and was like swapping ideas. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we, we're gonna take this, you're gonna take that. Well, what if this happened, or what if that happened? Like, you can really tell it's taking a while for this to come out because there is a cooperative uh, think tank on this that they're that they're coming up with these really cool ideas because both ideas in both games look awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to try both of them. But seeing at the end, fucking, you're going to get a Rathalos mount? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. fucking sick. I don't think I ride anything else after that. I was, I was excited about <laughs> They play that up really well, too, because they showed the Poogie, and I'm like, oh, I love Poogie. I'm just like staring at Poogie. And then I saw the show. I'm like, what the fuck's Rathalos? Get out of here. And then he fucking lands with the Rathalos. Like, he's on him. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. To fly on that thing? Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, Chris. I, I'm so excited for this. So excited. It makes me want to play 14 again mm -hmm. real bad. Um, Gotta finish the story. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, I'm, I'm really hoping they do some armor crossover, at least just the Rathalos set for everybody, um, and maybe some of the weapons, because, like... I think again, they showed weapons weapon. at one point. Did they? I didn't see any that I know. It was that I real quick. Were so. from Monster Hunter. Because I know, like, the sword and board for Paladins, you could... Or for um, Monster Hunter, the the Jin set, it's just a big molten sword and shield could easily cross over for Paladins. Yeah. There's some weapons that could from the game be brought in. Oh, it's so exciting. So <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. And like uh like I said, I've been wanting to play an MMO lately and I I've played Final Fantasy fourteen quite a bit and I like it a lot. I actually think it's one of the best MMOs out right now. But um I was thinking about other ones I haven't played, but like just watching that I was like, eh, maybe I'd play Final Fantasy fourteen again just because like Every time I fucking play that game, I'm like, I don't know why I'm always hesitant to play this game. I play it and I like it. Um, so it's weird. I have like this weird in the back of my head apprehension and be like, well, it's a Final Fantasy MMO. It's like a slow burning MMO. Do I have time to play that? And I play it and I'm like, yeah, this is fun. What the fuck's my problem? So uh, seeing that makes me want to play it again because first off, like I said, I think it's a really good looking game. But just knowing that that's coming is awesome. You got a journey to get to that though. I, yeah. I can't get Rathalos. You, you can, but you got to hit level 70 and have beaten the story. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part. I, I like that there's a story. In fact, I love that Final Fantasy XIV emphasizes a story because it makes me, every time I play it, I'm like, this is the only MO that feels like it's almost, it could be a single player game. It kind of um, feels like it a lot of times. Yeah, because yeah. there's missions where it's like, you got to do this alone. I'm like, okay. Um, and I don't mind that because one thing about a lot of MMOs is like, it's fun to play, but I'm not paying attention to anything because I'm just trying to get my gear and level. Whereas in Final Fantasy, it emphasizes story first before anything. Um, yeah, the grind comes after the story. Yeah, so uh, it's just different. It, it, like I, whenever I think about that, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I just want to play or whatever. But that's the way they have it set up, and I, I actually don't think I'd, I'd prefer it the other in any other way because I think it really fits the name of Final Fantasy for so, sure. And the storytelling is actually done really well, even though there's a lot of like you could tell they they draw out the story, you know, to to fit across you know more quests because they try to keep you in the game to pay for more months or whatever. That's, although that's a typical strategy, but I can't handle them storyline fucking cutscenes where those little baby people are getting killed. I know they're adults or whatever and they're little <laughs> warriors too, but they're on the ground, they're fucking and then they die and shit. I'm like, who the fuck's killing babies? How the hell can you do this? <laughs> they're not babies. Have you seen these onion babies? They're fucking you can't kill them. They got little mustaches that come in all fucking proud sometimes and shit. I'm like, look at that little proud baby. How the hell are you going to come in and slap him down? How couldn't you? Look at it, how disturbing it is. They got their little fucking <laughs> little mustache shit. I'm like, how that baby grow that facial hair? They vir- vir- virtually walk with their legs out sideways. Just ramp, ramp, ramp. Yeah, they're oh. awkward as fuck. Ugh. I love them. <laughs> you can keep them. I love little onion babies. I don't like to see them hurt. If I ever get into a lull where I'm not playing catch up in in Monster Hunter and uh, Warframe, uh, I do want to play Final Fantasy 14. So yeah, I just need to get caught up because uh, Warframe at this point, like I love the game obviously, but like <clears throat> I'm mostly like hopping in from most of the time to either like get the new thing real quick or do the storyline. I'm not living in it as much as I was, mm-hmm. um, which is mostly just because I have so many games. You know, I got to play. I'm going to create a a martial art where you use your feet and your hands to play two different games at once. Good luck. (laughs) Coming to you soon. I'll be teaching everyone the ways soon. I think more people would be interested if you could just like find a way to add a couple more hours each day. 
Mm-hmm. That's a way harder fucking task. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bend space and time versus uh, fucking how to bend my body. Time's a man-made concept. You could do it easily. Oh, God. Let's not get into this fucking <laughs> conversation. <laughs> this is something I could talk about for days. Um, did everybody say the piece on this? Mm. I only have one more thing to say, and I hope they add the emote for cooking meat out in the wild. That'd be cool. So you sit down and just roast it does nothing. It's just mm-hmm. so tasty. I want that poogie to get pissed. Just well, it wouldn't be that far fetched because the the little minions in fourteen uh, do have a lot of animations, and sometimes they interact with each other as well. Mm-hmm. So, I just want that thing to fucking just be chill while you're petting it, and then go <laughs> just fucking get in your face, and you're like, whoa. Well, little bacon, Push you bacon over boy, and run away. little bacon baby, you need to chill out before before we eat you. Play up a big game, but who's in control? Poogie. I am Poogie. Poogie. <laughs> I was trying to sound confident, but I can't front like he can. Less on the comments. What do you think about uh, Final Fantasy fourteen? Are you playing it? Have you played it? If you haven't played it, why haven't you played it? You're not in MMOs. And uh, what do you think about this crossover in general? And what do you think about what we saw in the trailer? Coming into Final Fantasy fourteen, are you excited about being able to ride a Rathalos? Um, Poogie, how, how excited are you about Poogie in general? And yeah, everything else that was shown in that trailer, uh, let us know what you're thinking about it. Uh, last video we're watching. Uh, so for a long time, some people might not know who he is, Chevy, but a lot of people do. Uh, Nathan Fillion for a long time, uh, actor who was in Firefly. Um, people have wanted him to play Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Um, that never came, obviously, but uh, Nathan Drake is actually uh, heavily inspired by uh, Nathan Fillion in a lot of ways. Um uh, in his mannerisms, kind of the way he looks. So, uh, somebody, a fan of of the series, uh, made a uh, live action fan film and actually got Nathan Fillion to play um, Nathan Drake. So, everyone who's been clamoring for that finally has gotten to see it. I've watched this. Have you seen it? No. Chris, have you seen this? No. Okay. Um. So, I just want to warn ahead of time before we watch this. I actually think it's really well done for a fan film. Um. But there's a couple cheesy things in the script, but whatever. But it's pretty neat. Also, Stephen Lang plays, uh, I think that's his name, um, plays Sully. Uh, he was the bad general guy in Avatar. Mm-hmm. The white hair guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he plays Sully. He's kind of an odd odd one to watch in this just because fucking, he, I think he does a really good job, but he also he doesn't look like Sully. So, But we'll watch it, and then we'll, we'll get you guys' impressions. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to really emphasize how, how interesting this is because a lot of people after seeing this are like, why isn't this happening now, blah, blah, blah. Nathan Fillion has gotten older at this point. Whoops. Um, trying to create more audio issues. <laughs> Welcome to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> shitty audio gaming. <laughs> Where I throw my mic across the fucking room. Um, I probably get more subscribers that way. Like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll just watch it, and, and you guys can we can talk about it afterwards. Uh, Ray, Chris. Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. It's not endorsed because they're already making a Tom Holland Uncharted movie, where he's gonna play young Nathan Drake. I don't know what to feel about that. Fonzo de Albuquerque. Yeah. Already, it's got a nice opening shot with the drone. Yeah, I can do this shot. 
and lose my drone again. <laughs> it's amazing what people can do with drones nowadays. It, make like professional looking videos. Dude, when I fly the fuck around, I'm like, I have what people had to spend thousands of dollars to get a helicopter to do <laughs> in the 90s. I assume it's California because, well, if you're getting Nathan Philly and Stephen Lang to be in your movie, you're probably down in California. Plus, the house looks like some rich dude in Hollywood would own this place. But maybe. I see the reception on Twitter. People are like, why isn't this happening? His nose is different, but yeah. In the flesh. Legendary treasure hunter. Explorer. Historian. Thief. Whoa, hey. I think you have me confused with somebody else, pal. The man responsible for finding El Dorado, Corvera, and Shambhala. Oh, then yes. Okay, then yeah, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Last night, an antiquities collector held a private auction in La Paz. A rare item of great value was stolen. An item my employer rightfully purchased. So imagine my surprise when I find out that really Nathan Drake uh, is in town. Commenting yeah. when I'm Sounds watching. Like a coincidence. Yeah. Stuff. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I'm watching this like a movie. So I'm just like... <laughs> What exactly is this? It's a that is a compass. A compass. Perhaps we can use it to find this fellow a haircut that didn't go out in the 90s. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's got like hair plugs and a mullet. You're a funny guy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where is it? Look, I don't know what it is you're looking for, but I don't have it. My employer. It's not a man you want to cross. It's funny because Nathan Drake was thought of through Nathan Fillion and how he how he is, but someone brought it up. They're like, it's really interesting what Nolan North has done with Nathan Drake over the course of four games because he's become such his own character now that it's weird to watch Nathan Fillion try and be him. It's interesting to see that evolution. Also, quick shout out for. You know, Nolan North and Troy Baker on there. Okay. They got their own YouTube channel, okay. uh, Retro Replay. Mm -hmm. If you we'll want to see what those guys act like all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love those guys. Hello? Somebody on Twitter was talking to uh, Nathan Fillion. They're like, they're like, yeah, 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 you did good or whatever, but I, I still, I'll fight you for the role of Nathan Drake. 
And Noel North was like, yeah, you guys are both really good looking. But uh, he said something, then he then he said it's from Nathan Drake himself. Because Noel North is him. <laughs> Look at that mustache. Pulling up plans Sully. for the house now. Let's keep those guys busy a little longer. Easy for you to say. You're not about to get your finger removed from some fella named El Tigre. Well, I'm not sure that's the body part they're thinking of removing. Uh... <laughs> Chris's fucking sounds to this are this is the best part. <laughs> Just added fucking. Oh, no. oh that's El Tigre? <laughs> Thank God. Guys. <laughs> Seriously. That's. You guys, you got me. You got me. That was. Well presented. I was scared. And the interesting thing, though, too. Have fun about a fan film is is you can tell the person actually played the games yeah as opposed to hollywood productions that won't even come with this close so all cash in on all all this yeah all the small things you're noticing are like well he passed whatever they're not gonna get close to that with a hollywood movie they never do it's not coming from the place of love for the game established brand they're trying to sell off of on Twitter too someone's like can this please be canon and I was like it's a proof of concept it's not well, I mean what's the story you're adding here it's, right. that, it's just a segment like it's showing he could play him whoa, 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 wait, wait. I don't want to micromanage this thing but I think you're supposed to be asking questions in between the punching I consider this a privilege cavron I hear there are many men who would pay a great deal to spend some time alone with you See, I wouldn't have taken this little guy as Latino. Oh, I thought he was more uh, Asian. That's what I thought too. Got it. Second floor, southeast corner. Tigre. many of these people had and what experience they had in making a movie but so far even like the fighting scenes they're so well done yeah no that's that's the thing that's kind of like hit everybody because they're like oh fuck this is a missed opportunity because these guys on a budget fucking did this stop it right stop it No one ever tries to get a hold of me until the uniform's blown up. Oh, yeah. Hey, you good? Oh, yeah. Ever better. Well, it doesn't look like they're on to you yet, so just get moving. They seem pretty bigger than you. pissed about the bracelet. Hmm? Yeah. Fucking binoculars bigger than he is. That's how you see, up close. Keep it nice and warm for me? Oh, yeah. 
nice and toasty. Somebody said this is Sully's uh, brother who's been to prison. I think he does a good job though, for, for him not looking like Sully. Yeah. Which is now sitting at the bottom of the Indian Ocean. I'm telling you, Nate, it's wild goose. Yeah, a wild goose worth two billion. The most valuable lost treasure in human history. Wait a minute. He's got a whole stack of letters from Ferdinand Magellan to Albuquerque. Earliest one is dated just a few weeks after the floor sank. So? So, Magellan served under Albuquerque during the conquest, but history tells us that's the last they saw of each other. Holy shit, Sully, do you know what this means? Kid, whenever you start doing this, nobody knows what you mean. Fair? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's fair, because that's in all the games. He's like, you know what this means? Looks like it's going to have to wait. They found your friends. Get the hell out of there. Time to go. Where's your whip? Grapple hook, whatever. Is that Uncharted 4? Although it probably should be because his age. Uncharted 4 is so good. Graceful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quite. Nothing a glass go. of bourbon won't fix. Just like old times. <laughs> so the edges of the screen starts turning red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your luck's running out, bud. Sometimes you're getting shot at, you can fucking not get shot. I do live in California. That's true. <laughs> you know, I always find myself amazed that you two are incapable of returning these things the way you found them. Well, we got the insurance. You did get the insurance, right? 
I thought you did. Oh, right. Mm. As promised. Ooh. Wow. Right. So, we're going to break this open. I feel like we're always breaking things open. How about I hang on to that? Hey, did you see this? my stamp well i'll be go to hell a triangle not just a triangle it's a trinity. It's the triforce <gasps> a trinity oh my god that scared me <laughs> it's a triforce it took 400 people down with it but not albuquerque it's infinity stones dog by another ship called the trindage portuguese for trinity exactly now history is spotty on who captained it but there was another ship called the trinidad Spanish flagship, famous for having been the first to sail around the world. Magellan. Holy shit. Magellan captained the rescue ship. Oh. Would you look at that? Could those be coordinates? Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. It never made any sense. Why would Albuquerque, considered to be one of the most brilliant military minds in history, put his treasure on the floor de la Mar, a ship that had proven itself time and time again to be unseaworthy? What if the reason no one has found the treasure of the floor de la Mar is because the treasure was never on it? It was on the Trindage. Exactly. It never sank. And Magellan and Albuquerque both knew it. So what's this then? The thing well, I appreciate about the fan-made film as well is, in the Philippines, is that they they really show off different aspects of the game, and they're allowing themselves pacing. Whereas a lot of fan films are always like a an action sequence, where right. they had that, but they're also showing off like as a proof of concept what it could be like if if they had uh, the ability to make that. All right, what do we think? I think that was really good. Um, I think I think it left off at a great spot where it's just like you're still like drawn into it, like you kind of want to know what's going to happen, where it's going to yeah. go, which is really great for this kind of thing. Kind of get people invested into it and want to buy, pay money to help see where they could go with it. Um, I don't know much about the Uncharted franchise, though. Unfortunately, I've so never played good. any of them, um, so I can't tell how authentic everything was. But as mm. far as being like a fan-based film, and I don't know what the budget was or their experience filming, it does show that they know what they're doing, and it's done so well that it feels like not quite like a Hollywood-level movie, but it is not like not like made-for-TV movie. It's like kind of somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Uh, as a huge Uncharted fan, like it's, it was really cool to see this because there's always fan films that come out and you, you watch them and you're like, yeah, I appreciate like the love and passion and effort they put into it. Sometimes they nail, sometimes they don't. This is like the closest thing that I've seen to a fan film, like really trying, not trying, they have the resources or whatever, uh, to recreate something uh, from a place of just being like really big fans of something. And the thing I love about the most is this is people have wanted to see Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake for a long time. And I've always been like, eh, I'm sure he'd be fine, whatever, but maybe they can find someone better. And it's been so long now that it is just cool that they, that people got it. They got to see him as him at the very least. So, um, it just, that, that 
for the fans aspect of it, I love. But I think they did a good job. There's a couple parts in the writing I thought was kind of cheesy when he's getting interrogated, but it's not a big deal. Um, I can look past it. But for the most part, I thought like the the humor was there because Uncharted is a serious when it's supposed to be serious um, series, but it's also full of humor because you know Nathan Drake's roguelike, so of course he's never gonna take anything serious unless he has to. Um, and I think they nailed that. The action was was decent for a fan film. Um, Especially him jumping out a window, like you wouldn't expect to see that in something um, like that. Uh, cinematography was good. I think Nathan Fillion did a really good job, aside from a couple of the uh, things where he was trying to replicate how Nathan Drake would say it, and he got close but didn't quite nail it. You know, he doesn't have to be perfect. He's, I think, he's closer than fucking ninety nine percent of people are gonna be uh, playing Nathan Drake. So I think he did a really good job. Looked the part, uh, haircut wise, clothes wise, all that shit. Uh, Stephen Lang. Uh, did as good as I think he could do or most people could do for Sully. I mean, visually, he just doesn't look like him. Like, mm-hmm. when he was talking at the end with his cigar, he looked fucking pissed. Like, he's about to knock someone out. And I'm like, Sully would never look like that. Sully's kind of like a fucking, hey, fucking, he should have a Hawaiian shirt on. Because yeah. he always has a Hawaiian shirt on. So, that would have maybe um, lightened. Sold a more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I was... The only the, the big reason I even put it on the show is because I was like that that was done really well. I'd, I you know I'd like to see what people think about that because uh, as an Uncharted fan, I'm going to be really I'm, I'm going to scrutinize something more because I love the property so much and I think it's really good. I would love to. A lot of people are talking about it and they're like, why isn't this a movie? It's like they can't do that now. They've already they already got the Tom Holland movie in production. It's going to happen. He's going to play young Nathan Drake. I have no idea what how to feel about that. Um, but some people are like, well, what if they had Nathan Fillion play like older Drake later? Or like, you know, maybe they can do like a multi-layered movie where you see young version and old version, even though it's going to be more about Tom Holland, so they can't do that. But when Chris was talking, I was thinking they could do like a fucking like a like a separate, you know, they have like the Lord of the Rings movies and then they're going to have like a series, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be like the highest budget fucking TV series ever, which I'm yeah, really, Amazon's doing really it. excited mm-hmm. to see. Hopefully they nail it. I'd love to see maybe like on like HBO or something or like uh, or Netflix. Netflix or uh, just or... let those dudes get a budget, give them a fucking team of people with Nathan Field, even though Nathan Fielding's on a TV show right now, um, so it can't happen. But I think that would work great as like a fucking serialized um, show. I think it would benefit uh, from being a show. And a problem I have with a lot of stuff, um, especially after seeing how well <sighs> stuff like you know Fargo. Um, True Detective, True Detective, uh, Daredevil, yep. even. Uh, I think a lot of things Game benefit Thrones. better. Yes, better from a long format uh, a TV show. Somebody's talking about recently. They're saying that we are getting now that that uh, serialized um, stories are, are really popular and they're they're nailing it. That what we're getting is essentially books visually. You have the time to invest. Yeah. Hours and hours and hours into a story, which is awesome because before you you got that standard of a movie is an hour and a half to two hours, sometimes three hours. If you got to shove it it all in, and you got to shove it all in, and I I would never want to see that go. I love movies, some of my favorite things on the fucking planet. But recently, we're seeing movie quality shit in a longer format, which is awesome. Even Tarantino has expressed he's like, you know, I'm done with movies pretty much, but that doesn't mean I'm done with making like something that's serialized. And I'm like, I would love to see like a ten episode series by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. That's ten hours. 
It's a, a 10, 10 hour, hour movie. fucking Tarantino movie. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Like, and, and it's been proven people are doing it now. Like they're making like movies that are like multi hour, like 10 hour. Fargo is amazing. Fargo is fucking amazing. Uh, True Detective season True Detective one is, is amazing. Is amazing. So yeah, like if they were to do that, I think that's the best way. I mean, maybe that's where video games, uh, movies should be going is, is longer form because there's so much time we invest in games that just like books, you can't fit that in a fucking movie. They just try and go like, well, put the costumes on and make them look like the characters and add a couple scenes where people are gonna be like, oh, I remember that from the game. But the rest of it's all bullshit, movie, standard storyline bullshit because mm-hmm. they don't care about the game as much. So, yeah, if you had that longer format, you could really dive in like the first episode into like a specific chapter of that game or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, and I've, I've said it for years now, too, is I'd, I'd love to see um, uh, Ari Salvatore's uh, books turn into TV shows because I think that's the only way it would work for them yeah. or for him as well so yeah the only benefit you're gonna get from like a movie is like the budget you're gonna get like a big spectacle with a movie but with the longer format i've read the books so i don't know how much detail there is but um but yeah if there's a lot of story there i mean i think i think making a series is is a better prospect if mm-hmm. you have the budget mm-hmm. yeah well because and obviously like you always hear people like all oh, the book is better than the movie books better than the movie the book has more time to tell you a story I right hate, i hate that argument though they're different i agree but I, I, I do also kind of get the, the aspect that you're spending more time with that world. And I think TV allows you to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that is the better medium because I would prefer to watch something myself than read. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I prefer to watch things, but I like the, I like the art form of, of cinema mm-hmm. in general because it offers things that books can't have. Right. Um, I always have to argue that. I know people who read books will, will always get upset with that instantly. And then when we talk about it, they eventually get where I'm coming from. A book you're so invested with because you you're there, you fucking invested so much time with the people, and you got way more information, so you learn to love those people over time. Just like games, you spend a lot of hours mm-hmm. with these characters, way more than three hours. But in a movie, you have these these scenes that have to convey something and are pre-planned and and, and thought out in the, in such an artistic way uh, that sometimes you get get scenes that are so impactful that like it, it just it hits you harder than a book could ever hit you, in my opinion. For specifically because you can put a score to a movie you can have a visual style to a movie that that is not interpretational it is it is meant to be and you watch it and you're just like it's going to resonate with almost everybody who sees it um just the right score building and hitting at the right moment with the right scene with the right acting and and facial uh, characterization shit is is something that you just can't get anywhere else um so it's the multi-level stimuli is what makes it completely yeah. different from a book. Like a book, exactly. like you said, read it, you're there. But the multiple stimuli of having the visual and the audio cues combined mm-hmm. together is just something completely different. I love books. I read a shit ton of books. Yeah. And there's there's a major difference between books and movies. Like I read books and I'll feel sad. But if mm-hmm. I watch a movie and they have a right score to it, I will cry. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm Absolutely. not afraid to admit I will cry. Yep. Yeah, and that's and I'm I'm like a junkie. I fucking I, I one of my favorite things in movies is like tragic shit because I love the emotional build. Mm-hmm. And I love the cinematic stuff you can do with really sad moments or really intense moments, and uh, and I've read books or whatever. Like I'll, I'll read like like you know like books about real events and I'll read it and I'm like I feel something. I'm like holy shit, this is devastating. But like I'll see it in a movie with the right fucking score and it's just overwhelming. Like just mm-hmm. like the human aspect i'm just like holy shit like i'm i'm 
uh, we're talking about movies now, but like, I'm just like in that moment, like a slave to the fucking, to the scene. It's so good. I'm just, I can't stop watching. And so that's, that's kind of the difference. We're way off topic though. Mm. Uh, <laughs> movies and books are both great and they both offer a lot, obviously. And I think yeah. the in between is serialized shows like, uh, like Game of Thrones, stuff like that. If you get people who treat it like a movie and don't, don't make it cheesy, like the show on Fox, I've seen some shows try and come out that were still kind of dorky feeling. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch this for fucking more than an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think with games, because I think games lend themselves somewhere in between movies and books. But definitely the time investment. If you're spending more than 10 hours in a, in a video game with a storyline, you're in book territory at that point. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's one reason why video games resonate so well with people. It's because you're getting both. You're getting the time investment if the story's good. Um, of a book, but you're getting the visual styling of a movie. Mm-hmm. So I think the only thing that if you're going to adapt that to a, a visual medium is something that's, that can take on that time frame. Otherwise, you're like you said earlier, you're trying to cram a lot of information into something that you really got to start. If you're going to do it efficiently, cut out the fat that can't be there to make sure that all the important bits are there. Yeah. And then you don't get the same feel. All, yeah. all the time. The only other thing they can really do with movies is just make up their own story, mm-hmm. which uh, people tend to have problems with as well. So it's kind of a, a hard situation to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that it can't be done. I still like the Silent Hill movie. Oh, yeah. well. So do I. Yeah. It's got some dorky parts. It's got some dorky parts, but, but it's, it's it feels also, like Hill. it's also got some authenticity that most video game movies don't have. Yep. And it has the fucking soundtrack from Silent Hill, which is huge because it's one of the best soundtracks fucking ever made in gaming. Uh, and I, I Kiri Yamaoka is my boy too, but, uh, I think the Warcraft movie was also, uh, well done. Now it had some bad acting and it had some cheesy dialogue, but it felt like Warcraft. I think that about a lot of movies yeah. though, yeah. people are just really extra cause they, at this point they're so used to game movies, video game movies, they're expecting them to be bad that they almost, want, they almost want them to be bad. Yeah. You know, they're looking for the bad shit. I'm like, dude, I can watch almost any movie. And tell you some bad fucking shit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, a good video game movie is going to come out eventually. And it's going to fucking blow everyone out of the water. And it's going to do the same thing the Marvel movies are doing now. And then you'll forget that there was a bunch of shitty comic book movies back in the 70s and 80s the and 90s. Dark ages. Yeah. Same thing with video game movies. Did you say what you thought of that? No. Okay. <laughs> say that real quick so we can end this. Uh <laughs> I, well, and it will be really quick. I, I, I liked it. I also am I'm somewhere between Chris and you. I have played a little bit of Uncharted, but not enough to be like a, a diehard fan. So I do appreciate everything Naughty Dog does. Uh, they get better and better. They're I my favorite. I usually watch you play large sections of these games or the entirety of The Last of Us. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, and I, the one note I wanted to bring up there is you could tell it was a fan project based off an American IP because it's still on the internet. <laughs> Why would it go somewhere? Because Japanese, Shots it would have been pulled. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. They would have been like, you can't use that, pull it, and then take it down. Yeah, they're really... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of freedom there. Because, yeah, everything... I mean, any of our videos that have anything from a Japanese... Fuck, we might get something for that Monster Hunter Final Fantasy video. Maybe. Though Square seems to be more relaxed on that. Yeah, it's Nintendo and a couple other people. Capcom's really bad. Whoever has uh, Code Vein. Bandai Namco yeah. is awful, yeah. Yeah, anytime you post <laughs> any videos by any of those guys, they're like, nope. Demon- or, well, we don't know how to monetize anymore, but still, it's like, <laughs> you have copyrighted shit in this. We're going to take money from you. I'm like, 
What money? Have it, dude. Have the pennies. <laughs> you can have the pennies. I don't care. I'm just posting videos for fun. Um, yeah. Anything else? No. Let us know in the comments what do you think about uh, Uncharted in general. If you haven't played those, play those, please. They're fucking fantastic. But what do you think about this fan-made film? What do you think about Nathan Fillion finally getting to play Nathan Drake? Did did he did it work? Uh, did you go, well, that wasn't as good as I hoped. Um, what do you think about Stephen Lang playing Sully? What do you think about What's-Her-Face playing What's-Her-Face? Um, what is that character? That was a thing? dangerous sentence. <laughs> what's her face i don't know i don't know the actor or the fucking uh the girl's name for some reason why can't i remember her name from the game yeah what'd you think about her though uh what'd you think about the action what'd you think about everything that had to do with that fan film uh if you wanted to see that into some turn to something would you want to see a movie would you want to see a series come out um or are you just like nah they had their chance fucking bring on the tom holland uh fucking nickelodeon for kids movie or whatever the hell they're doing uh let us know we didn't get the mark Wahlberg movie though so fucking thank you internet everybody bitched about that so much and it got killed it should have yeah because originally there they had some asshole director who's like we're gonna make an uncharted movie and in our uncharted movie it's gonna be a family of fucking of like thieves or whatever and they're known around the world and no one fucks with this family you know about these guys you don't fuck with them they mean business and then they're like malk mark malk mark Wahlberg is gonna fucking that's malk malk malkberg malkberg is gonna fucking play fucking uh nathan drake and i was like what the fuck are you doing it's ridiculous so we didn't get that everybody bitched about it and they should have because that's that's literally like taking find, find something that you love whether it's a baby or a dog and let someone just take it and wipe their ass with it and hand it back to you and ask for money and then pee on you and then pee right in your face <laughs> and, and tell you to say thank you some people do pay for that but most people don't not sure. kick shaming. Some people would pay for that movie. Exa exactly. Fucking all wraps around. But most people wouldn't want that. And we didn't want that. And we're not getting it. So fucking yeah. good job, internet. We got that. And we got fucking Battlefront 2. Good fucking revolt against that too. And yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast episode 70. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my stream and Chris's streams on Twitch and mine on this channel as well. At uh, Tasty Senpai, all one word, that's me. And Chris is Tasty underscore Fruit. Uh, hit the notification button to know when we go live. And uh, we're on Discord down below if you want to talk to us anytime all the time and if you want to listen to us as opposed to watching us right now i don't know why you do that but you can uh on itunes and spotify and all that other shit uh down below as well and if you're listening to us and you want to watch us come do that at youtube and uh type in tasteful gaming and you can watch us and also apologize to the people who are listening for the long bits of silence during the uncharted yeah they're like oh they fell asleep i yeah. guess i'll take a nap too <laughs> too busy watching a short there so yeah right they're like they're just fucking like oh this is fan i've never i've never listened to a podcast where we take group naps let's let's take a group nap and they fell asleep at the wheel um my name's seth i'm chevy i'm chris and until the next episode which will be tuesday for taste tuesday doing it all over again have a great weekend guys and take it easy